Welcome, everyone, to the Tuesday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am your host, Tyler Crawley. And yes, this is the first podcast for the week. Yesterday was a holiday, even though I went to work. Most people I know went to work, but the banks were closed and the stock market was closed. And so it's kind of a weird day. <laughs> it was like, you know, the, it's I didn't realize how much time I spend kind of paying attention to markets and seeing what's happened, you know, with the 10 year treasury or what's happening with regards to just the S&P or the Dow or just whatever's happening in the markets. When they're closed, I was like, oh, man, I do that a lot. <laughs> I was kind of at work. And whenever I got bored or had a second, I would you know tune to take a look at what was happening and nothing was happening. So it was, it was kind of weird. All right. So we got some good news. And some bad news to start the week. And I'm pretty sure the conventional wisdom is is you start with the bad news, right? Because whenever you ask someone good news, bad news, they always say bad news first. And then you can get to the good news. So I guess we'll start with the bad news. And that is that basically everything in February is up. Now, normally, that's a good thing. Usually when you say something's up, they think good, right? If you're talking about stock or you're talking about, you know, a house or something, you're like, oh, that's great. Things are up. But in this case, we're talking about rent payments and mortgage payments. And they are up record jumps in the month of February. This is all according to the latest data from Redfin. So we'll start with mortgage payments. The monthly mortgage payment on a median asking price rose to an all-time high of $1,997, we are just now $3 away from 2000 So we are close. Now this number, 1997 that is 27% higher than a year ago and is 31% higher than 2020. So not a lot of difference in 2020, 2021. We all knew that, right? Because demand had collapsed and then it made up for it here in 2022. Now this, of course, is yes, pent up demand, that's a big cause, but also we got mortgage rates that seem to be safely above 4% and home prices jumping thanks to inventory levels that are the only thing that is down in the month of February and falling. This week, active listings fell 27% year over year And because of these bidding wars, so we have low inventory levels that is causing bidding wars, 41% of homes are now selling above their list price. It's just, it's it's a crazy time in the housing market. And as wannabe homeowners are priced out of buying, this is putting upward pressure on the rental market, which saw a record high jump Year over year, this, of course, also according to Redfin, the average monthly asking rent in the U.S. increased 15.2% year over year to $1,891, the largest annual jump since at least February 2020. And the national median monthly mortgage payment for home buyers climbed 25% year over year to $1,595. Also the biggest increase in Redfin's records. I know what you're saying, Tyler, wait, hold on. Why is the national median monthly mortgage payment $1,595? And you just said it was $1,997. Well, this is the 
national median monthly mortgage payment as it stands right now. This is everything taken into account. You're getting a median on all mortgages. This, the bigger number, is looking at just new mortgages. And once again, as bidding wars continue, prices skyrocket and rates are going up, a new mortgage is going to cost you more than a older mortgage because of the lower rates and home prices. And so that's why that number, looking at all payments, is going to be lower than looking at just the median price of new home purchases, which would lead to new mortgage payments. And so here's the problem. That number, 1,997, looking at the median monthly mortgage payment right now, that is above rent. And that becomes a problem because when you get to the point where it is cheaper to rent, people are going to rent. Now, the issue that's going to arise for a lot of people is what happens when you can't afford to buy because the qualifying to buy is more stringent than to rent. And so you could see a lot of wannabe home homeowners getting pushed out of being able to buy. So they have to rent. And even though it sounds weird, that rent payment could still be higher. And it does seem as if that's going to happen as upward pressure is put on the rental market. Taylor Marr, Redfin Deputy Chief Economist said, as long as demand remains high, none of this is gonna change anytime soon. Saying in a statement, quote, if you think of the housing market like a bathtub, water, which is the supply of homes for sale, is flowing down the drain, buyers are sucking up supply faster than new water, that's new listings, is coming through the faucet. Rising mortgage rates may slow the drain down a bit as record high monthly payments take a toll on buyers' budgets. But the bottom line, without a flood of new listings, we will be sitting in a very shallow bath for a while. And the new listings is very key that Mar mentions because if rates continue to go up, even though you will see the demand side shrink, you could also see the supply side shrink because people who maybe were thinking about listing, who may be sitting on a 3% mortgage rate or less than that, see rates go to maybe 5% or something. They say, whoa, we're just going to stay here. We're not going to list our, our home. And so that's why new listings is the key to us getting out of the situation. And that's why we need to encourage builders as much as we possibly can, not only short-term, but long-term. And so that's, that's the bad news. <laughs> Unfortunately, as we begin the week, that is the bad news. So let's get to the good news. Let's get to the good news because this I won't say this is good news. Speaking of things being up, existing home sales to start the year jumped, according to the National Association of Realtors, month over month, total existing home sales jumped 6.7%. From December to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 6.5 million in the month of January. Now, here's the only downside is that it did fall 2.3% when compared to January 2021. And as we just mentioned, inventory continues to be a problem as builders struggle to find supplies to complete homes. So total housing inventory at the end of January was down 2.3% from December to 860,000 units down 16.5% from 
from one year ago. Now, low inventory, of course, meant that homes on the market, well, they weren't there very long. 19 days in January, that's equal to days on the market for December, but down from the 21 days that we saw in January of 2021, which is pretty fascinating because remember how hot the housing market was a year ago? So it's even hotter now, if that gives you any indication. Low inventory with high demand continues to propel prices higher as we start 2022. The median existing home price was $350,300. That is up 15.4% from where we were in January of 2021. This is now the 119th consecutive month of year-over-year increases. The longest-running streak on record, and more than likely it's going to happen again next month, which means there'll be 10 straight years of increases. Craziness. The median existing single-family home price was $357,100. That is up 15.9% from January 2021. And I don't even know if this... Things are so hot in the southern region of this country. This data does a pretty good job of highlighting that. (laughs) I mean, this is how hot things are in the South right now. So month to month, the South saw a 9.3% jump in existing home sales to an annual rate of 2.94 million. The median price in the South was 312,000. That is an 18.7% jump year over year. The Midwest has the second hottest housing market. They saw a 4.1% jump for an annual rate of 1.5 million. So the South is double the next closest region with regards to home sales. That is how insane things are in the South right now. And I can back that up as someone that works in the housing market in the South. Yes, (laughs) that is 100% accurate. Now, the West was number three with a 4.1% jump to 1.27 million annual rate in the Northeast saw a 6.8% jump, but is still under a million when you look at their annual rate, just 780,000. So once again, going back to the South, their home prices jumped 18.7%. You know what was the second? The West saw an 8.8% jump. So once again, (laughs) the South is seeing twice as much appreciation as the next closest region so not only are more double the amount of homes being sold but the price appreciation is also double the next closest region now the west really in all honesty cannot see that much appreciation because as it stands right now the average home in the west is selling for five hundred and five thousand eight hundred dollars <laughs> or excuse me the median price not the average the median price is five hundred and five thousand eight hundred dollars i actually saw a article on cbs and i can't remember where they got the data it might have been realtor.com they said there are 500 cities in the united states of america where the median home price is over a million dollars 
500 cities. I mean, that's just, it's hard to like put your, wrap your brain around that. Over a million. So you can see why the median price in the West region is 505,000. Uh, the Midwest was number three with 7.8% growth. Their median home price now at 245,000. And the Northeast saw a 6% jump year over year to 382,800. What's crazy is the South is getting closer to the Northeast. I mean, there's still obviously a $70,000 difference, but for a while, the Northeast was just way ahead of the South, but the South is growing so fast and there's so many homes being sold. It's, and it's still not keeping up. I mean, think about that for a second. You would think that the place that was selling the most homes, I'm not talking demand. This is like completed sales. You would think that maybe price appreciation wouldn't be that strong because, well, there's so many homes being bought and sold. Maybe it's more, you're seeing a situation where you're closer to like an equilibrium type situation. No, (laughs) it's like we're selling almost 3 million homes a year and that's still not keeping up with demand. That's how much demand there is in the South. Lawrence Young, chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, explained why the forthcoming increase in mortgage rates will be problematic for at least two market segments, saying, quote, first, some moderate income buyers who barely qualified for a mortgage when interest rates were lower will now be unable to afford a mortgage. And then second, consumers in expensive markets such as California and New York City, we just talked about, will feel the sting of nearly an additional 500 to $1,000 in monthly payments due to rising rates. And... Yeah, I mean, we're reaching this point, and that's kind of, once again, the reason for the increase in mortgage rates. The whole purpose of that is to cool things off because, yeah, I mean, this is starting to freak out some economists. They're getting a little worried here with what's happening with home prices, and the whole purpose is is that mortgage rates are supposed to be rising to cool demand, and we don't have any evidence yet that any cooling is happening. We're still hearing about bidding wars, home prices are jumping, We've not yet seen an impact of rising rates. Everyone's, everyone says it's going to happen. We just haven't seen it yet. What's funny is that when it does happen, everyone's going to go, oh no, the housing market's slowing down. No, that's what's supposed to happen. That's what we want. And we actually want that to be happening right now. And it's unfortunate that we aren't seeing it yet. I mean, we don't, we don't know what's going to make it, what, what's going to cause that. But you have to assume that that we're going to start seeing it. All right, before we wrap things up, did want to give you a heads up on what is happening today. Today's the big day in housing because we get the gold standard report. The Case-Shiller Index, that is out at 9 a.m. And this is going to be from December. And it is supposed to show a drop. I have a feeling the January data probably is going to be up. But they're expecting that the December data will show a drop from 18.3% in November to 18% in December. That, of course, will also be getting the FHFA monthly report as well. And then we also got consumer confidence. That is out at 11 or 10. It's out of 10. And this is also supposed to drop from 113 in January it's supposed to have fallen to 110 here in February. Inflation, probably the cause of a drop with regards to consumer confidence. All right, we got to go. 
You guys enjoy your day and we'll be here tomorrow. Or you can listen tonight on the Facebook live stream on my Facebook page. Just search Tyler Crawley. That's C-R-A-L-L-E. And now you can spell it and pronounce it. It is a very elite club that you are now a part of. So if you don't want to wait until Wednesday morning, you can stream it tonight on the Facebook page. Otherwise, I will talk to you on Wednesday morning for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait. Wait.